0: welcome to national signing day here on maction we also have christmas coming up it is hanukkah it is a surprisingly very busy week in the mac Um, we've had three bowl games already hopefully you got a chance to watch all of them Uh, the mac is 2-1-1 right now in bowl games so that is uh incredible um could be 3-0 for two more yards miami hey uh, we would be 3-0, pretty, so close to 3-0, but no. Today is National Signing Day I'm in college football, so I figured we could do a quick recap of bowl games. Um, the Bahamas Bowl, Miami of Ohio. Greatest location outside of Hawaii for a bowl game. Um, crowd at every single game in every bowl game so far has just been non-existent. These are made-for-TV events. They are not made for in-person attending anymore. So there is no crowd essentially at any of these games uh mac games or any other game um so n- there's not any noise there's you know there's just you're, you're playing in front of empty seats for the most part at all of the games but great game great atmosphere miami goes down to the bahamas fourth down or the you know uh, yeah the last play of the game miami completes the pass it gets all the way down to the two-yard line just like rams titans in the super bowl Up. A- About 20 years ago, uh, Miami, a score, and they win the game, gets stopped at the two-yard line. And unfortunately, that means UAB wins. Miami, heck of an effort, though. A heck of an effort. Um, It's probably worse than getting blown out. Because if you get blown out in a game, you don't feel bad. You don't think about it on the right home. Hey, the other team was better than us today. Oh, well, it happens. When you get so close to a victory, you're two yards away and you're going to score. Now, granted, he had a chance to score. So that was incredible. Uh, It would have been a career highlight play to juke him and get around and get into the end zone, but it didn't happen. A great tackle by UAB. So give him credit. Uh, A nice offensive play. Better defensive play. UAB gets the bowl victory down in the Bahamas, but I don't think Miami's too upset. The team got to go to the Bahamas. Heck of a time down there. I'd love to be in the Bahamas right now because there's a massive snowstorm coming across America, um, tomorrow. So I don't know, uh, like, I don't know, 40 states are in the path of the snowstorm. So that's going to be awesome for Christmas. Everybody's going to get six inches of snow to eight inches. It looks like (sighs) let's go to real quick, the Boise bowl. Um, on the blue turf, Eastern Michigan, going out there to Boise. Playing San Jose State, San Jose State dominating right off the bat. Um, if you didn't watch the game, San Jose State looked like they were going to just crush Eastern Michigan. They get up thirteen nothing. They're kicking an extra point, routine. You know, I think even the, the announcer said it's like ninety-eight percent in college football. You know, you're going to get the point. Eastern Michigan goes on a hard block left, which is basically they overloaded their left side, the right side for San Jose State. They had more guys than San Jose State could block. They get through. um, They block the kick. But the guy on the very right side for Eastern Michigan, he is important because he did his job of containing the right side of their side of the ball. So when the ball got blocked, it ricocheted right to where he was supposed to be, so in it, it kind of designed the block to angle it right to him, so he can scoop it and score, and he did just that. Now it was thirteen to nothing. It looked like San Jose State's going up fourteen nothing. Eastern Michigan is just going to get annihilated. He takes it all the way back to the house, but it's only for two points. Remember, it's an extra point, not a touchdown. That one play single-handedly shifted the momentum all the way to Eastern Michigan, who turns around and just goes on a rampage of their own, just totally blows out San Jose State the rest of the game. So that one play switched basically who was going to win the game. The momentum had everything going for them, and it turned it around and gave it right back to the Eagles, and they were able to catapult that into a Boise Uh, Famous Idaho Potato Bowl game victory. Congratulations to the Eagles. Uh, Great way to go out there and get a W over a pretty good San Jose State team. Um, And then last night um, in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, um, Miami of Ohio playing Liberty, who at one point in the season uh, looked like a group of five potential team. They were going to go to the group of five game, the, the Cotton Bowl, most likely. They lost four games in a row to finish. Um, and now they lost the bowl game. But Miami of Ohio, they look pretty good. Or uh, I'm not, I mean, um, Toledo. I'm sorry, Toledo. <clears throat> Toledo MAC champs. I thought Toledo was going to win the game because of the coaching drama over at Liberty. Their coach, Hugh Freeze, I didn't realize had started talking to Auburn during the season, you know, secretly or whatever. He's now the Auburn coach. That kind of disrupted their entire season. So um, a lot of drama going on for Liberty. Toledo jumped out. They were down 7-0. They came back. It started raining hard for a little while. Um, So the middle part of the game, it was was pouring. Toledo showed that they were more... uh, What's the right uh, trench minded uh, physical team in the rain? So, once it started raining, the advantage went to Toledo. Now, nobody knew that was going to happen, but Toledo uh, basically dominates the middle part of the game. Daquan Finn got hurt, he came back, Um, but he led the team to a 14 point uh, lead. And you're thinking, with like seven minutes left in the game, you know, Toledo's got this one. They're gonna, they're gonna wrap it up. All they really have to do is kind of, I don't know, run out the clock. Of a couple first downs. No, no, no. That's too easy. Liberty gets the ball back, and like within two minutes, I zooms down the field for a touchdown. They were down fourteen points. So they were, you know, it looked like, wow, okay, maybe Liberty's not done. And then they botched the extra point. The snap came back. The guy couldn't get the, the ball down uh, too cleanly. And he went in for this, you know, he kicked it, but it was like a half-effort kick, so it, it missed, which then puts them down eight points, meaning they needed now a touchdown and then a two-point conversion just to tie. Um, I kind of thought, oh, man, Toledo's going to go maybe three and out and then give the ball back. Um. Toledo, basically, with three minutes left, I, got, I think they got the ball back. They never gave the ball back to Liberty. So the run game came alive at the end of the game for Toledo. Um, Jason Candle's crew picks up their ninth victory of the season. A very important win to have the MAC champ go and beat Liberty. Um, that was a big win for the MAC to get a, the MAC champion, especially the, get, to get the W for them. And it's big because they got their ninth victory of the year. Okay. Those are the three quick recaps of the bowl games because we do have a national signing day stuff and transfer portal. I have found a, there is transfer portal news. Um, I don't know what we do transfer portal first, since those are known guys leaving versus unknown guys leaving um, Kent state. Um, they had just been decimated by the transfer portal. Colin Lee, the former quarterback off to UCLA, Marquez Cooper. I already announced went to Ball state. Uh, Deshaun Pokes going to West Virginia, uh, Marcellus Marshall to Central Florida, Dante Cephas had an offer from Georgia. He picked Penn State. Um, Savion Washington he's going to Colorado. Um, Montre Miller going to West Virginia, and Shaquille Carson um, Stony Brook. So. Uh, another one that I mentioned earlier, Harrison Whaley from NIU. He's off to Wyoming. Um, but there are other <laughs> other schools. so let's go to ball State um, real quick. I mean, I can go through go through them quickly. Marquez Cooper came in. Um, let's see. Carson Steele, still undecided as of this moment today. Um, they've got a couple of transfers coming in. DD Snyder coming from Illinois to Ball State. Um, uh, Lehigh's Makiri Siblis is going to Ball State. Uh, who do we have here? Lane Hatcher coming from – oh, Texas State. Uh, that's his fourth school, I believe, in four years, five years. Um, so he's traveled quite a bit. He, but he started for Texas State um, last year. So let's see. Bowling Green real quick. Transfer portal, Uh, they only had two guys in and nobody's made a decision. Oh, that's not true. Uh, Davion Ferguson is going to Georgia Southern. Um, Akron, I believe, only had two guys in and they've got a transfer coming in. I can give you that one real quick. Um, Florida Gator, Lorenzo Lingard is a running back coming into Akron. Um. Michigan's uh, Jess, uh, Jess Lord Botang from Michigan State into Akron. Um, that one's so not, not a lot of news for them. Um, let's see here. Buffalo. Who do they have? Cause I, I really had been following the Kent state one the most cause they had so many guys and, and NIU has a lot of guys in there too. Buffalo nobody nobody so far has announced where they're off to yet, but they have quite a few guys in um, National signing day is today as well uh, I will go through the list of the Mac schools and where they are ranked in the college football recruiting ranks um, After I finish most of these transfer portal guys, let's see Um Let's see. Titan Ferris from Central Michigan to Georgia State. That's the only one announced at this point. So there's a lot of um, player movement today from high schools and colleges. Um, guys going back and forth. Uh, it's That's the reality of college football. You are going to have a whole bunch of guys leaving every year um, for different reasons. And you're going to have guys coming in who are going to be freshmen or transferring in. Um, The biggest, the one, the team that basically got crushed was Kent State in the transfer portal. Buffalo has quite a few guys, and NIU is going to have quite a few guys. Not everyone has decided if they're gone yet. Um, That's just the reality. Um, Eastern Michigan has a bunch of guys in. Nobody's made up their mind at this point. If you went to a bowl game, some of the guys might not declare until after the game, because well obviously um, you kinda want to go to the bowl game. So that is one reason that you maybe wouldn't. Let's see, Miami, Ohio. Um I already did the NIU guy too, who's going to New Jersey, the defensive back. Uh here's my let's see if Miami has any full blown commitments at this point, transferring out. I know they managed to get Gabbard back, um, so he's staying. Uh, they've got John Young coming in from Kentucky to Miami, and that's it. So a pretty calm situation over you know, Miami of Ohio. Um, Ohio Bobcats, let's check it out. I don't know how many guys they have. Um, nobody, I think, had more than Kent. Um, Walter Reynolds, the safety coming from... Holy Cross to Ohio. Uh, Two guys leaving. No decision yet on where they are headed at this point. Uh, Let's check out Toledo and then Western Michigan, and then we'll move on to the college football rankings or um, recruiting rankings today. Um, Toledo has Travion Ford from Missouri to Toledo and two guys going out. No decision for them yet. So, one more school. I mean, I, I guess I can go to NIU and see uh, the full list because they had a whole bunch of guys after Western Michigan. Uh, I just know that the NIU guys offhand um, where they were going. Uh, Andre Carter for Western Michigan picked Indiana, as defensive lineman. Um, we have Sean Tyler going to Oklahoma State. Corey Crooms to Minnesota. And Ryan Sealeg to Minnesota, two guys headed up there with P.J. Fleck. It's nice to have connections in the college football world, as you can tell. And finally, I believe Northern Illinois has a big list as well. Um, Jaden Creedle, a running back, going to Middle Tennessee State um, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, Marquez Cox is going to Kentucky. And um, Harrison Whaley I already mentioned Eric Rogers to Rutgers. Dustin Fletcher, the quarterback, no decision on him yet. Um, yeah, so that is kind of um, <laughs> just the life of college football, and that you know kind of comes with the territory these days. Um, now, for the freshmen coming into college football into the MAC. Today's big news Central Michigan, 21 commits, comes in first uh, in the MAC um, with 147 points. If you care about that, I don't know if that means a whole lot. It really doesn't, just based on how many stars they get. Western Michigan coming in at second, Eastern Michigan at third, Miami, Ohio at fourth, Ohio fifth, Ball State sixth, Toledo seventh, Northern Illinois eighth, Akron ninth with 13 commits, uh, Akron. Uh, Kent State eight commits that that was always going to be a low number based on their how many guys are leaving coaching transition a late coaching transition so I knew that number was going to be low because they just didn't have a whole lot of time and they lost a lot of guys too Bowling Green uh, six commitments at eleventh and Buffalo nine commitments right now as of five thirty Eastern on uh, signing day. Um in both ways. But let's do the Central Michigan guys. We'll just reel off considering first place. Um, I want to say, I'll go back to their national rankings. Overall rank, here they are at 82. So, their composite rank, 81. So that's the best in the Mac right now is at 80. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's not great. Um, Some years Mac schools have been in the 50s, 60s. to be the highest max school at 81 eh, that means there's 79 schools who basically recruited better than the best max school so that's that's what it means on you know on the, on today it doesn't mean that's how it translates to the field that's just what it means today um, central michigan tyler jefferson a three-star from athlete from lake city florida brent hop edge rusher from Beloit, wisconsin I know exactly where that is right on the um, Illinois border, right above Rockford. If anyone else is familiar with that area, um, Shatavius Hogan from Miami, Florida, wide receiver for Central Michigan. Javion Wimberly, wide receiver from West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, Ryan Blum, three. These are all three star by three stars, by the way. Uh, Chandler, Arizona, offensive lineman. It's a Phoenix suburb. Mark Allen Gay Jr., a safety from Miami, Florida. So Central Michigan really went outside of Michigan based on this list of uh, who they signed. Javion Callop from Lewis Center, Ohio. Matthew Nerf uh, from Detroit, Michigan, an in-state guy, three-star. Jermia Alston, three-star guy from Redford, Michigan. Well, they do have quite a few three-stars. No wonder they're so high. Brady New from Indianapolis, Indiana. Defensive lineman. Evan Boyd, East Lansing, Michigan. uh, Three stars. Well, I'm only going to do the three stars. Um, Kashaun Hayden, East St. Louis, Illinois. From a powerhouse right outside of St. Louis on the Illinois side of the border. That's a phenomenal program. They always put out five Division I guys a year. Nathan Timmerman, Grand Grand Rapids, Michigan. Tight end. Three star. Deontay Bryant, edge rusher uh fort dodge iowa boy this is a big class for central michigan and it's outside of michigan too um rory callahan new boston michigan um he is a tight end micah Mikel jenkins running back royal oaks michigan that rounds out the chippewas number one recruiting class in the mac as of right now um uh, wow, that's a lot of three-star guys for a MAC team. So I can see why they've got such a high number. Uh, Western Michigan, and they also have the most recruits at this point. Western Michigan comes in at second with 14 commits as of right now. Let's take a look at those guys. Um, Sid Keba from Columbus, Ohio, defensive lineman, 6'3", 260. Uh, Logan Lester, Chicago, Illinois, Kenwood Academy, wide receiver. Um... Brennan Wooden from Indianapolis, Indiana. Tight end, Lorenzo Williams, Jr., cornerback, West Bloomfield, Michigan. C.J. Hester, Cincinnati, Ohio. Running back, Luke Zanotti. Um, Bay City, Michigan. um, Offensive lineman, Dalton Gutswiller. uh, Dayton, Ohio. Jack Parker, tight end from Wilmette, Illinois. Um, Literally, in the next town where I lived. Um, I mean, literally as in, like, a block from where I lived. I know exactly where that school is. Um, Angelo Stockstill um, from Chicago, Illinois, Simeon High School, athlete. So Western Michigan definitely came to the Chicago area because here's another guy, Joshua Franklin from Crete, Illinois, a south suburb of Chicago. The Broncos definitely targeted um, Chicago, it looks like for this year's recruiting class as well. They put a focus on the Chicago area. Um, Anthony Ledford, Indianapolis, Indiana. He is a safety. Um, Raza Townsend, he is an edge rusher from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Delano Townsend from Flint, Michigan. All of their guys, actually all 14, are three-star guys. So that's a good recruiting class. Not size-wise, because you only have 14, and 87th overall, but everybody in the MAC at three stars is pretty good. Um, Let's see who else we have here. Um, We'll go to the uh, Buffalo. Where do they rank nationally? Because they've got nine guys. We'll do the bottom couple here for you. Um, Their composite rank is 118. So there's 131 now. Um, That's, you know, about 10 away from the bottom. Uh, Jamar Davis, offensive tackle from uh, Centobia, Mississippi. Uh, Deion Crawford, Swanee, Georgia. Um, Lamar Sperling from Akron, Ohio, running back. And Nicholas Roy, an athlete from Rayburn, Gap, Georgia. Um, They have one, two, three, four guys who are three-star players. So you can see where Western Michigan got all their points, and you can also see why Buffalo is at 118 because only four of their guys were even three-star guys. Um, none of that translates exactly to how, um, how great guys turn into in college, especially at the MAC level. Guys that are five-stars, they are going to be five-star players instantly. I mean, there's development going on at Georgia and LSU, but they're already starting from a much higher level um they're more polished they might be they might have grown into their adult bodies already mac guys develop into those guys um because let's be honest if you were a five-star guy you're not picking any of these mac schools your offers and your. I mean, granted they get money too so the mac schools are not really paying out cash for these recruits um Georgia, Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, they're paying money, millions of dollars. Um, I believe Ohio State lost a guy because Georgia offered $1.8 million and Ohio State was only offering $700,000. So recruiting is about money too at this point in time. Now, it's not at the MAC level because you're not paying people basically to come. But these other conferences are, and the top of those conferences are dishing out millions of dollars to um, players. So, and I would advise all players at this point, if you get an offer of $500,000 or $100,000, or in, you know, some guys' cases, $2 million, there's no guarantee that you're going to make it to the NFL. That is not guaranteed anywhere, no matter what school you go to, or how good you are in high school, or how good you are your freshman year of college. If you can be really good at any of the max schools, and like Colin Schlee, I don't know what he got offered to go to UCLA, but if he got offered with money, yeah, you should take it because there's no guarantee you're ever going to get paid again to play football. So I advise all guys to take the money um, unless you're a, basically a first round pick, and then you've got you know 15 mil coming your way if you're a freshman in college, you have to be there three years. There's a lot of stuff that can happen from your freshman year to the end of your junior year uh, or three years out of high school. Take the money. You know, if it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, if it's a million dollars, take the money and go play where you're guaranteed something. Um, Because you can get hurt and then your money's gone. Your career in the NFL is gone. Um, I, I would advise everybody, if they get an offer to, get paid at 17, 18 years old to go play football or leave one of the, leave a school cuz another school is going to offer you a million dollars? Go. <laughs> cuz there's no guarantee you'll ever get that offer ever again. And that is just my advice to players. So um, I always want players to get what they can because when you don't have any more value to a team, they're going to be just as quick to get rid of you. So if you can get some on your way up, I'm all for it. So I have no problem with guys leaving to go to another place because, you know, that's life-changing money. A $500,000, a million dollars, that changes your life going forward. So I'm definitely in favor of a guy like College Lee or Dante Cephas going to get money somewhere. If they got money, I don't know if they did. But, i am you know, those schools are offering money to transfer. So it's possible they have gotten offers. And uh, congratulations to them if they did. Um, no hard feelings. <laughs> your friends at Kent State or any other school that you left probably understand hey, we'd all leave if we got an offer of a million dollars. But congratulations to everybody um, going to your new schools, coming into the MAC. Um, there are two more, uh, three more MAC Bowl games, I think. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure there are. There's six total. Um, we've got Buffalo. We have uh, next Monday, New Mexico State, Bowling Green, and Detroit, Georgia Southern Buffalo, and then Ohio versus Wyoming. So that will be exciting. We get three more games. Um, Christmas is in a couple days. It is currently Hanukkah. Um, enjoy whatever you're going to do with everybody. Um, there's another signing period later on um, in February, but... For the most part, that's not going to affect anybody in the MAC because their guys are not swapping out five-star spots. Um, uh, I don't know. That's pretty much all I can do quickly with all of the condensed info that we have um, on players going places, players coming in, and enjoy the next uh, 10 days, week. Uh, Enjoy the holidays. Um, Enjoy New New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. There's tons of football on every day of the week now, um at all times of the day too. So enjoy it. Um have a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and I will see everybody um after the other three bowl games. And hopefully maybe we'll have like the final transfer news and um then that'll be over for the player movement, which I never thought a couple years ago I would be talking about player movement. But it's the way it is in college football. So Have a Merry Christmas, everyone, and a Happy Hanukkah, and I will see everybody in 2023 for a final recap of the other three bowl games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.